0: Welcome to Starlight Radio Dreams, the comedy show with a podcasting habit brought to you by our backers on Patreon. This episode is me, my elf, and I, written and directed by Jared McDerris, featuring the vocal talents of Kat Evans, Ansel Birch, and Jared McDerris. The Starlight Radio Dreams theme was written and recorded by Arnie Parrott. Sound, design, and editing by Jared McDerris. Now, without further ado, on with the show.
1: Good evening. It's Friday, December 4, and you're listening to Me, My Elf, and I. I'm Crumble Bubble Tum. Joining us tonight are my guests Simon Sillypants, assistant to the press secretary for Mr. Santa Claus. Good to be here. And Twinkle Sprinkle McMinkle, president of the North Pole chapter of the Elfin and Gnomish Laborers Union. Crumble? Let's jump right in. Mr. Silly Pants, as you know, Mr. Claus has invited swaths of criticism recently for blaming the impending seasonal toy shortage on the workers themselves, citing what he calls, quote, a lack of gumption and a dangerous rash of stinkin' thinking, end quote.
0: Crumble, these allegations have been greatly exaggerated and have very little evidence to substantiate them.
2: Oh, come now. Mr.
0: Claus is just as concerned about getting toys to the good children as anyone else. This is just another example of kids on the naughty list
1: pointlessly smearing his name. Begging your pardon, Mr. Sillypants, but we do have video and audio recordings of Mr. Claus making these statements at a recent rally to his base in Minnesota. A
2: rally he really shouldn't be holding in the first place. Oh, and why exactly is that,
1: Ms. Twinkle
0: McBinkle? It's
2: still not safe to go outside.
0: Still not safe.
2: It's not! You see,
0: Crumble, this is a classic display of the naughty lister's anti-Claus, anti-reality agenda. Oh, weird. They've been gassing on about the abominable Snowman and his reign of terror all over the North Pole. Was that
2: not a legitimate concern? And now that
0: Snowman has been overthrown, literally put in the ground, they're still not convinced it's safe to go outside
2: and get back to work. Snowman's goons are still out there. His goons? His supporters, whatever you want to call them. His rabid zealots are still out there, endangering anyone that steps outside their home. Entire populations have been put at risk, and Mr. Claus's frivolous get-back-to-work rallies are only spreading the danger. Now
0: Mr. Claus' supporters are rabid? You see, Crumble, how the
1: slander is just never-ending with these snowflakes? Rabies cases do tend to skyrocket shortly after Mr. Claus's rallies.
2: (laughs) And they always affect Claus's supporters in disproportionately large amounts. Initially. Until they begin biting their neighbors, of course. Show
1: me the numbers. Uh, we do have three different reports right here. Uh, one from the World Health Organization, one from Doctors Without Borders, and one from the Rudolph Institute of Scary Scary Boo Boos. Oh,
2: as if they don't have
0: an
1: agenda.
2: These are facts, Mr. Silly Pants. Facts! And if Mr. Claus is so pathologically incapable of taking responsibility for his actions. His
0: actions? Then in the
2: least he can do is. Stop making things worse. Excuse me, excuse me, his actions? Mr. Claus gave all of those elves rabies? Mr.
1: Claus did invite the abominable snowman into his cabinet. Oh, here we go.
2: He did. Just like he does every leap year, he walked right into his cabinet, swept out all the cookies and crockery for no good reason, and then fired everyone in replaced- whoever he liked at the time, including a very violent and very rabid, abominable snowman.
1: And when said snowman began slaughtering and eating elf workers, Mr. Claus repeatedly defended his actions, claiming the reports were falsified. Yes. He even went so far as to suggest the victims of the slaughters had been made up, despite one of these victims being beloved choo-choo train designer and social media influencer, Flossy Pancakes.
0: I think all these elfist extremists are forgetting that it was actually Mr. Claus who eventually put down the abominable snowman, ending his reign of terror.
2: He didn't, though. The elf workers... They
0: provided the weapons those workers used to overthrow snowman. They fought him with slingshots, they fought him with squirt guns, they fought him with horsies, with baseballs and dart guns, all of which were supplied by Mr. Claus... Except for the dark guns.
2: He didn't supply them. His company sold them, which is a clear violation of the Emoluments Clause.
1: You mean the Santa Clause?
2: What? No! The Emoluments Clause!
1: Why do you hate Christmas?
2: I hate rabies, not Christmas!
0: We'll see how you feel when these hordes of unemployed, violent elves show up on your doorstep demanding free handouts and threatening your family. Families. Just last month, a gang of violent snowflakes gathered outside Santa's home, chanting and demanding he come outside. They even climbed up into his chimney.
2: Santa enters millions of chimneys every year without permission, and he balks when one person allegedly threatens to do it to him. So you admit it.
0: You see, Crumble, these people are the real terrorists.
2: Well, call me biased, but I think the real terrorist is the guy who actually terrorized and killed people.
1: I think we're getting a little off topic. Let's get back to the labor shortage. The
2: Abominable Snowman is the reason we have a labor shortage!
1: Twinkle, I appreciate that tempers are running high, but I'm going to have to ask for a little more decorum. This is the Sparkle Funtime Network, after all. Sorry. Thank you, Miss Sprinkle McBinkle. Now, Mr. Sillypants, do you agree that the terrorist attacks of the Abominable Snowman and his adherents played a significant role in the present labor shortage?
0: Don't you think terrorist is a little dramatic? This was just one lone wolf criminal and his 30,000 supporters who is now gone. The union of elfin and gnomish laborers got what it wanted and yet they still won't go back to work. I think it's pretty obvious at this point that a lot of elves are simply looking for any excuse to take cookies and milk from Mr. Claus without actually earning
1: them. To be fair, a lot of those elves are still recovering from the attacks.
0: Oh, and what are these precious snowflakes Recovering from Mr. Bumbletum? Psychological
2: damages? Well,
1: yes, but also many of them are missing an arm. Or a leg. Or in some cases, a lower half of their body.
2: Returning to work without adequate accommodations for their new working conditions could result in permanent injury or death, which, P.S. FYI, would also increase the labor shortage!
0: Look. Mr. Claus sympathizes deeply, but I think it's time for people to ask themselves if it's really worth it. We can't afford to live our lives in fear, especially now when these unreasonable standards of caution are now presenting the possibility, the very real possibility, that we
1: might not have a very Merry Christmas this year. Is that really worth it? Ms. Sprinkle McBinkle, we have just enough time for your response.
2: We've reached a point where we need to ask if the toys themselves are worth it. Packaging for Christmas presents produces 25 million tons of additional garbage in the U.S. alone. They throw away $16 billion worth of presents every year. 38 million Americans deliberately buy gifts they know the recipient won't even want.
0: This is getting very America-centric.
2: This is just labor for labor's sake. It's pointless and it's unsustainable.
0: There you have it. You hate Christmas. You've as much as admitted it.
2: You can't expect every individual to police themselves as long as the system incentivizes them not to. And these snowflakes expect Mr. Claus to protect them from snowman
0: attacks. He's
2: responsible for the attack. To
0: just hand out free milk and cookies. Those
2: aren't his cookies. They're the people's cookies. Well,
0: maybe next time there's a snowman attack, we'll just sit back and smile as we rip you snowflakes apart. We'll see how you terrorists like that.
1: I'm afraid we're out of time. You've both raised equally valid and interesting points, and I'm sure all reasonable people will be able to find a compromise somewhere in the middle. I want to thank my guests, Simon Sillypants and Twinkle Sprinkle McBingle. Be sure to join us next time when my guests will be Robert Redfield and Richard Spencer. Until then, I'm Crumble Bumbleton, and this has been me, my elf, and I.
0: Thank you for joining us here at Starlight Radio Dreams. We hope you enjoyed your time. We've got another live stream show in the works for January 29th, 2021 at 8 p.m. Central. Find more information on our website, starlightradiodreams.com, as well as our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, Pod Squad, keep laughing and keep dreaming.